and welcome to the Spookhouse Syndicate, the home of the, the weird, show. strange, the unexplained. I am Aaron, your host, and with me as always is Colt, a resident technical advisor, UFO expert, and all-around awesome guy photographer for Backstage at Coachella this year. By the way, man. <laughs> you brought it up. It's not a big topic right there. Oh man! Did you choke that's, out that's Bieber? That's our top of cream right there. Did you talk? Did, did you choke did out Bieber? Choke, yeah, I did. <laughs> nice. He choked on me. <laughs> I, you know what? I didn't. I did not see any Bieber level <clears throat> stars at Coachella. But yeah, I worked. Um, I worked backstage at the one of the VIP areas. At you know, Coachella. I had to bring it up. I know. It's you know what though, dude. It's not like. It's so weird. That thing is so corporate now that there's there's all these VIP areas and and um, somebody pays to get a, a plot of area and you know they sell a bunch of space to vendors and mm-hmm. you know you're you're kind of back there and it's you know but it, it was cool though there was a band and you know a lot of girls walking around in bikinis so could have been worse right could have been way worse yeah. could have been um, I didn't I did not see any Jenners though I was kind of hoping for that oh I wanted to get that one pick of like Kendall Jenner with in her you know, with their get your, face full of coke or something. Get your million dollar picture, right? Get my million dollar shot and just retire. Yes. And just do podcasts. And just do podcasts. Yes. God. But, uh, yeah, hey, man, it's good to be back, huh? It's great to be back. It's been a long, long time. We keep on trying to get this going, but it's it's tough. We're uh, full uh Well, you know what? Our big thing is we've been sitting around trying to think of uh, our year-end show, and we just keep extending the season <laughs> one episode at a time because we can't... Uh, you know, we're trying to find the people, the time, and, and just get it all together to do this big show that we want to do, this big blowout. But um, mm-hmm. I don't know, we just haven't, we haven't come to it. And it's been pretty quiet, too, in the news. We've got some stuff coming up. Uh, I think, what is it, May 5th? Um, May the 5th? Yeah, I believe it's May 5th. The um, May the 5th be with you? Is the uh, Oh, yeah. No, it's no. the 4th. Oh, damn it. Oh. So I think it's the, oh, yeah, I, I, think got it's, it wrong. I think it's the 5th. I got it wrong. But they're going to do the, uh, they should do it on the 4th. The, um... The recently uncovered secret Roswell slides. Oh, yes. So that that actually was one thing I wanted to report on, too. I don't have any material in front of me, but I know enough about it. So um, there was kind of like a jet-setting family that knew several prominent people. And uh, the guy had done pretty well for himself, and him and his wife had traveled the country. And they hung out in, you know, country clubs and traveled the world and and uh, they died and, and the family was going through their slides uh, in their attic as they were cleaning out the house and they found a bunch of slides that were uh, of them traveling the world and they were really interesting and and you know some of them were actually of like president roosevelt really like, never be seen never before seen photographs of president roosevelt well, why was this under wraps um, do we know well, no, it was just his personal photo collection. Like oh, okay. he was at an event that you know he had so much access to this stuff. He was actually at an event where the president was at, and he, I guess, he golfed with him or something like that. And and there's also several other celebrities. He was just kind of like a you know he was a hobnobber. He was in society. Wow. And uh, so those were <clears throat> part of the slides that were seen in a trunk. And somebody these, just found them. Somebody just found them. They just died recently, okay, just died. and the family went through and cleaned the attic out. And in the attic was a trunk full of slides. And there were some slides of some very famous people in them. But hidden behind some material in the top of the chest was an envelope. And they opened the envelope and there were all these sort of mysterious images of uh, the Roswell site and what could possibly be uh, aliens on medical beds and stuff like that. So a uh, documentarian got a hold of it and I don't know why man but he went down to uh, what's his face down in uh, Mexico and um, oh god what's his name uh, 
the famous yeah come on what's his name i'm trying to look it up right now because look i was wondering up, if yeah. he's in that in the picture the he's guy, the guy holding the he uh the letter he the bought, yeah he bought the things that's um so anyway so this guy in in the documentary guy he made a documentary about it and they're going to unveil the slides uh on may 5th may the 5th be with you it's um come on man in 1947 will be revealed on May 5th, 2015 in Mexico City at an event pre- pre- presented by Mexican journalist Jaime Hassan. Oh, Jaime awesome. Hassan. Fucking Jaime. You know, the thing with Jaime, though, anytime some kind of piece of cryptozoology comes up, I mean, the guy He's... has bought, like, chupacabra bones mm-hmm. and, like... Yeah. I He's mean, the Jesse Jackson of the UFO world. He's, uh, he might even be crazy. <laughs> I don't know. He's man. an opportunist. He'll just jump on anything. But the so, guy's yeah, rad. Apparently he's all over this. and But there's an American documentary guy that's on it too. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on with that. Slidebox but, Media. But yeah, that's kind of some of our top of cream right now. We got um, we got that coming up. And um, uh, a couple other things, you know, that we can come up to. I don't know. Do you remember when I was talking about the uh, UFOs in the Chilean mine? Yeah. Okay, so apparently there was another sighting. So back in uh, like April of... Of 2014, I think we reported on um, uh, Chilean miners uh, had seen a UFO. And the big thing that I liked about this is it was just it was cell phone video. You can tell, yeah, uh, pretty good quality. It was probably an iPhone or something. But you can't focus in on anything with a cell phone. No, but it wasn't. He wasn't trying to focus in too much. But uh, you know, they're ten thousand feet up. Yeah, there's no. There's but, nothing up there. But I can see a shape here on some of these pictures. I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very interesting. So, once again, they have just seen another one um, this year on April 14, 2015. Oh, wow. uh, workers at the Chilean mine saw a UFO and started recording its activities. It's clearly visible. Um, it's a little foggier than last time. Remember last time they were able to do, like, um, uh, heat signatures on it? And it was actually a really good image this time. last time. Uh, this time it's not as good, but it's definitely, you know, it's not a plane, it's not a bug, it's yeah. not, you know, um, and Something so it's really interesting. Definitely not a balloon because its uh, trajectory is a little different and stuff. At least that's what the it's saying at the bottom of this paragraph right here. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, so it's really interesting. So we got you know some UFO stuff in the news, which is pretty cool. It's kind of quiet there for a while. It was a, <laughs> there was not a lot out there, man. I was starting to watch like Bigfoot stuff. And, oh yeah. I actually saw Georgia Tsokolos as his hair is kind of combed now. I saw a recent, uh, you know, oh, yeah? alien thing. Is he going his, GQ on us? He's going a little GQ. His hair's not all spiky and huge. Mm. Does has, he have that tan, though, still man? Still has the orange tan going, but his hair is not all... Uh, Holy crap, man. Yeah. I saw some images of him the other day, and he was just, like, way oranged out. Yeah, I mean, he's, uh, he's still orange, but, yeah, his hair's a little, a little better. So, yeah, so we got that, man. That was pretty cool. I kind of like that yeah, stuff in the news. It's always and, good to hear some UFO stuff going on. Speaking of Bigfoot, too, man, we saw this. Uh, I, You know, I just got to take this opportunity to say just stop with the Bigfoot stuff. <laughs> Dude, it's fucking killing me, man. So there's this show. I don't know if you've seen it. It's on. Uh, it's on a mockumentary on, on History Channel. I know. It's on. a uh, Discovery has been doing that. No, maybe. it's That's on. What it is. Yeah, no, it's on Destination America. Oh, God. And, uh, you, I mean, you would think it's real. It's shot just like a reality show. But again, you know, it's all these bearded rednecks up in the uh, Appalachian, and it's called uh, Mountains and Monsters, or, oh, or Mountain, Mo- Mountain Monsters. Dude, these guys are crazy. They're running out in the middle of the night with shotguns, you know, 
freaking out at every little sound that they hear. And I mean, I'm just talking like just bumpkins, man, just big old beards. It's like, it's like redneck duck dynasty. <laughs> it's like worse than duck dynasty. You know, they, they recently did a mockumentary on the Dyatlov pass incident within Russia with, um, you know, with those Russian uh, guys died in the snow mysteriously, mysteriously when they, oh, yeah. their tents were actually opened up from the inside out by a knife and they're found a couple miles away like naked. Filleted, right, or something like that. Uh, well, uh, they had some burns from radioactive burns and their, yeah. some of their tongues were missing. Yeah, you reported on that. Really bizarre stuff. I remember. Discovery Channel did a mockumentary on that and tried, on, to, tried to tie it into the Yeti. Oh, come on. It was so bad. I was yelling yeah. at the TV. Dude, this thing like, is like so. Heck? I mean, so some other other redneck farmer guy comes up to these other red. I mean, I mean, they're just like all like bib overall, overweight. Oh, those are awesome, giant yeah. Uncle Jesse beard like dudes. <laughs> and uh, they're like, yeah, chupacabra been eating all my chickens. And they're like, all right, so so now they're hunting for the chupacabra. So they're hunting for the chupacabra, and they see some trees that have been busted. And they're like, oh, it's a Bigfoot. They're like, the Bigfoot is chasing. The chupacabras. I think we have... And so by the end of the show, there was like four chupacabras with two Bigfoots hunting the chupacabras, and they're hunting the Bigfoots that are hunting the chupacabras. <laughs> and it's just like, man, are you serious? And, and uh, Yeah. And yeah. Running around in the middle selling of commercials. Shotguns. It's just... It's like got to stop. And you know what kills me too is... Do you ever watch Survivor Man on... Uh, I on used the, to. Yeah. I guess it's Science Channel now. It's okay. I was I was actually used to be really in the Bear Grylls, but then uh, Survivor Man came on. That dude's looking for Bigfoot now. Oh well, he did have one incident though. Yeah, that was pretty credible. It sounded pretty neat. Uh, what's his? Oh man, it's been a long time since I've seen the show, but he actually had something on uh, tape. And I wish I could uh, Les Stroud, right? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, um, this is coming out of nowhere. So I wish I was. Uh, yeah, Stroud. Uh, Wait, this beer? We're drinking uh, Rogue. Dude, this is really good. Yeah, Rogue. I'm really impressed, man. This is um, Hazelnut. I'm starting to get into their stuff. It's got it's really smooth finish. Man, brought to you by Rogue Beer. <laughs> For our beer. we we got some beer podcasters out there, don't we, that listen? Yeah, we do. We Hopefully. actually, uh, with some friends of ours, do a beer podcast. And um, I would love to get uh, get together with them. I forgot what the fuck the podcast name. I forgot what it's called. Anyway, Les Stroud's Bigfoot video is pretty compelling, though, in, in a way. It's, it's it's on the YouTubes here. But it's kind of interesting because he's not paying attention. He's not literally looking for Bigfoot and some weird tree-snapping, limb-cracking stuff Yeah, going that's the on big thing now him. with Bigfoot is the yeah. tree thing. So what they do is apparently they break trees and, and, and mm-hmm. I don't know, build like TP sort of things out of them. Yeah. What, what, were you talking about Destination Truth, though? Because they've got, they've got a, a thing... Um, off camera that I would like to find. Is it that, when they're all staying at the cabin? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, encounter, but it was it was definitely uh, it was compelling. But man, you never know though, because I've been listening to interviews with um, who was it, man? It was I don't know if it was a bigfoot bigfoot hunter or what, but um, this guy was saying he's like, look, we saw some creepy shit out there, but. Uh, at the same time, our producers would just go run off when we're busy doing something and start throwing rocks uh, at us. That's, that's exactly it. They were you talking know? about that. The producers yeah. would go behind the scenes and literally yeah. crack limbs. and Yeah, which is the problem with reality TV. The, the guys are manipulating the shit out of it. Uh-huh. So, I mean, if they're not throwing shit on camera, you know, they're putting uh, a Klansman with a black guy together. Klansman. T- yeah, you know, and telling <laughs> them to build a car. You know, I don't know. They're just like setting up like really bad scenarios. Like Fletch Lives? 
Yeah. But no, this 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 one episode or this one encounter that I that that I heard about was after all the cameras were turned off and they were literally going to bed for the night in this cabin in the middle of nowhere and rocks were just being thrown at the cabin. Yeah. And stuff like that. That stuff intrigued me. I've actually me. heard about that. And if you actually if you I saw the interview with the guy and the guy was like kind of he was like you know how like when you're really scared you, you kinda get that shudder like, yeah. deep in your voice? Like he kinda had that shake, that shudder, you know. He was he was definitely freaked out on something that which is something that you really almost can't fake, especially yeah. some bumpkin, you know, it's not This might have been the one in Vietnam, I think they had some kind of a Dude, we got some Vietnam news coming up too. You do? Oh yeah, man. Well this is good. Do we want to yeah. get into that yet? No, we'll come back to that. Okay. We'll just tease a little bit. Got some Got some Vietnam news. It just got feels some, good to be back. It's got been some a news long about time. Charlie. Charlie? Char- Charlie's now... I guess it, well, it's sort of... I don't know. Charlie Bigfoot? That's horrible. Should have said that. Mm-mm. Well, the other name's even more... Uh... More by a... Oh. So what do you got, man? I know you got some cool stuff. Well, I got a few things going on. I got the federal government wants to pay you to live in a haunted town. You know, I want to hear this, man, because I've been dying to hear this. This is something I might even do. I'm up for this. Nothing... So did we find out where it is? Nothing scares me. Not at all. No, a lot of things scare me. Uh, the federal government wants to give you free food, free housing, and a job. No, it's not a scary story. The libertarians steal each other around the campfire. But there's a spooky catch to the arrangement. In Garnet, Montana... Oh, there you go. Yeah. Montana. ...is the state of the most intact ghost town. And some people maintain that it's actually haunted. The remote mountain town grew rapidly in the late 19th century following the discovery of gold and silver in that area. But by the 40s, the mines had ran out and the boom went bust. Garnett emptied out, and now the only people who spend time there are tourists and volunteers selected by the U.S. Bureau of Land Management, the bad people that uh, collect the cows and the horses that are running free. (laughs) The volunteers give tours, sell souvenirs, and help out with site management. The job comes with certain perks, a furnished cabin. A food stipend and freedom from modern amenities like running water and social media like Twitter and other stupid shit. Wow. So if you're the Unabomber, that's a fucking awesome place. Yeah, so I'm saying uh, pay me to live in a place without people. Oh, God, Frickin so you can go, and go crazy. Well, I'd freaking love it. I'd probably still uh, pipe you, in the internet somehow. Dude, you your shit, man. You'd be I'd, all I'd like the internet. shining. Yeah, I would be the shining. I'd have a beard about two feet long in about a week. <laughs> doing the prospector. <laughs> I'd be doing the prospector dance. I'd be making my own moonshine. You're the garbage watching. They're watching everything we do. <laughs> That's right. We got some dangos here. I'll knock out my teeth just for effect. <laughs> It's primitive to say the least, Ranger Nakoma Gannon told the Montana Standard this week in an article about Garnet's volunteering opportunities. It's for people who love the outdoors and want to give back. There's no electricity, no Wi-Fi, no running water, but there are trails to explore artifacts to inspect. Volunteers are rarely left to their own devices after the visitors are gone. So you got a lot of touristy stuff to do. But at least one state historian claims that once the sun sets in Garnett, the spirits of the town historics come alive. According to a 2010 article about Garnett in the Helena Independent Record, this is in the paper. It says, Elaine Balmer, the Montana Historical Society's resident ghost whisperer and author. There you go. She saw uh-huh. a book. Book. wrote that's why that's, that's it why can't, why can't we get in here in here some dude that's like not selling a book not selling man. a book you know there's no agenda but there is she wrote that at midnight people have heard ghostly fingers striking piano keys with music music floating across the empty building 
And she said that especially during the winter months, Garnet visitors see visions and hear unearthly noises, probably farts. Hmm. Late in the night, spirits of Garnet come out to play with the moonlight. Well, you know what? I would still live there. They pay you to live there. It's not bad. This goes on. This is in the Huff Post. If you guys want to look this up, this is pretty amazing. <laughs> Huff Post is amazing. Yeah, it's like an endless supply of fucking whatever, man. Yes. And if you guys want to look it up in the Huff Post, it uh, they will pay you to live there. You got to bring your own beer, but they'll pay you to live there. Another thing that's really cool, the Winchester Mansion uh, Mystery House. Yeah. They're doing overnight visits now. Oh, are you they can really? Book, you can book a stay Dude, for the weekend. How much does that cost? Mm, good question. That would be the shit, man. Get yes. everybody up there. I think have a party there. Maybe having to have a band show up. But do I mean okay? So do listen, a wedding. No, no, no. Listen, would you want to put yourself in that situation? Mm-hmm. Given that you don't even let a Ouija board in this house. No, I've let I've let a couple. You've let a couple, but mm-hmm. the, after the last time, you're not going to do it anymore, right? No, because I made a mistake by not closing out the board, and some weird shit's been happening there. Uh, but would you go stay at the Winchester Mansion? Yeah, I've already I've already been there once. I would stay there. Now, Colt, you bring up an awesome point because yesterday, guess what happened? What? The hot water in the uh, kitchen. I was the only one home. Mm-hmm. Was on by itself. Went on. Was on. I don't know for how long. Mm. Hot water was on. Now, I've got a story. I think I, I told you guys in one of the first episodes where a friend of mine had that hundred-year-old house, and one of the major things that kept happening in that house were the faucets would always turn on, and it was always the hot side. Interesting. So it kind of freaked me out yesterday. I'm Just like, kind of fuck, considering that the ghosts need to realize that you know we're in a drought here in California. We are in a drought, <laughs> people, and I pay for this electricity and this water bill. God, oh, they're really getting under my skin. They know how to get to me, don't they? they? <laughs> the damn, <laughs> not conserving ghosts. Oh my gosh, California ghosts are. Well, no wait, was this when everybody was over? Do you think it was like maybe Leah? It was just or... me. Yeah, I was just all by myself. The uh, the dishwasher was on and it was making that water noise like in the sink, but it was done. And I walked over to the sink and I went, "Why is the dishwasher still going?" And I looked, hot water's on. I'm like, what the crap? I mean, there's been a lot of stupid weird shit going on. A lot of super weird shit. Well, and you get the knives, you know. Yes, but it's okay. See, but here's my thing. Like, I get what you're saying. Cheryl has problems, like knives flying all over the place. That's true. But she, she's also very accident prone. So very you got to kind of. She opened the closet door. There was an iron on the top shelf of the closet door. It came down and clocked her in the noggin. Yeah, it was like the almost fucking, knocked her out. It was out. like the coyote. Man. It was it was like the shining. She came walking over and blood was like it was the worst thing ever. Now <laughs> was it an acme iron? It was an acme iron. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no that it, it, this this we didn't we didn't close out the board though. We didn't say like you know goodbye. You're supposed to and all. See, I don't know. I don't in all rules thing, of Ouija boredom, you're supposed I don't to say. That. You're supposed to say I would like to say goodbye, and you go over to the goodbye part of the board. Blah blah blah, and, and see you later. I went so but, far as to get. Sa- I got sage for this place. It's I literally now. got. Sage. You, you did, man. You got sage for this place, and and uh, yeah, he was freaked out for a good two weeks, man. I have not. So yeah, so then you had that, and then we had remember we had the studio ghost. Yep. Yep. Studio Ghost. We had the Studio Ghost, which I think that. is probably the most compelling thing out of anything you've told me. It's still up Because anything that Cheryl's thing. involved with, she's a klutz. Mm-hmm. Totally. She breaks something every time she goes and does something. This is true. The ghost thing, though, is like, 
I don't know. And we're sitting in it, man. We're, we are still we are, recording in the ghost room. Yes, we are. We're in the Spook Cow um, dungeon right now, slash Jeff's, Jeff's room. And, uh, yeah, there's ghosts all around. Anyway, so I've got more. Let's see. Well, I've got stuff about the uh, top secret Apollo 20 mission. Ooh, that's, okay. sounds good. This is pretty wordy, so bear with me, but... Yeah, let me hear that because I got I actually have some topical cream too about uh, series. Okay, well, uh, yeah, so the series is in the news lately uh, again, which is cool. Okay, this is a mission that you know apparently they um, they keep did they keep do, uh, kept doing Apollo missions and um, okay this one, this one the Apollo program officially ended in seventy two with Apollo seventeen officially being the last mission to the moon and back. However, NASA had planned three more missions: Apollo eighteen, nineteen, and twenty. According to conspiracy theorists, the Apollo missions had discovered ancient artifact structures on the moon and wanted to explore them without public knowledge. Now, this has been a, a long, long, freaking ongoing controversy about uh, the tower on the moon and all these other things. Yeah. The Apollo 20 is considered one of the most controversial UFO cover-ups in history. In 2007, several videos were uploaded to the YouTubes on the interweeb. It doesn't say it. I interpreted. And the and the user who provided them claimed they were footage from Apollo 20. The grainy videos were apparently caught on 16mm film, which makes it really easy to uh, possibly fake shit. Anyway, and show the inside of the Apollo 20 command module as well as what appears to be the intricate architecture of a long, deserted lunar city. Now, it is pretty cool, but the city itself looks a little bit like Space Mountain. Um, we could post some of the pictures up there on the uh, the Facebook page. Yeah, we'll cool. do that. You got to see this. I mean, literally, it looks like uh, does it look like Space Mountain? It does. Yeah. It looks a little that or the Mormon Temple in San Diego. And then oh uh, come on, there's Mickey Mouse. I see the chocolate chip cookie floating around. Darth Vader walking around. Yep, yep, exactly. That's terrible, man. And being, fucking people mover. There's no that, people mover. People mover. <laughs> being that May the Fourth is coming up, I think that this might be a. A thing. Okay. He identified himself as former astronaut William Rutledge, and according to him, the mission took place in 76 as a secret Soviet-slash-American joint venture. He was chosen to be part of the team due to being an atheist, which was a rarity among astronauts in the 70s. Why would NASA require someone to who didn't believe in God for this mission? Would a believer have lost his faith? Rutledge said that the Apollo 14 missions had passed over the southern polar region of the moon observing numerous abandoned spaceships and cities comprised of towering structures and we've seen we've seen a tower or two you know what i like the atheist part though because um you know back in the in 72 and in in pre all the the apollo missions yeah were highly publicized so if they're gonna if they're gonna conduct a scientific unpublicized mission um, they want you to be non-biased. They right? probably want you to be non-biased, and most of the hardcore scientists are atheists, or it's true, you know, or or at least reasonably thinking. Yes, uh, Christians that would, you know, would go either way, depending on what kind of kind of evidence they saw. What would you think if a uh, if a if a God-fearing man saw what was supposedly reported on this mo- this mission? You think he'd go nuts? <laughs> just lose his faith and Dude, then I don't know, put man. a gun to his head. I don't know. He probably wouldn't say anything. Yeah, he'd probably just. He'd not... probably. Be, I mean, he'd probably be part of the cover up. He probably would. 
Well, the Apollo 20 landed near the Del Porte crater, and its mission was to explore a cigar-shaped mothership that had been abandoned for 1.5 million years. Oh, yeah, I've seen pictures of this. Okay, so how do they know it's been abandoned for 1.5 million years? I do the, the Well, here's the thing, dude. The pictures I've seen are pretty sketchy of it. Yeah, well... It, they're very cartoonish. Yeah, this is if you. Yeah, this this looks like claymation. Um, this is right. Let me see. This video of this Mona Lisa character. She's uh yeah. It, well, the moon has no oxygen or whatever, so you can preserve a body probably for. In, Wait, what is in that? The, this is one of the yeah. The, I'll I'll keep reading. This is one of the uh, the people. Anything's yeah. Okay, Landon. That looks like a, a Peruvian uh, mummy. It doesn't it? Yeah. It really does. The 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 what they do is the the Peru, the ancient people in Peru. Um, would sacrifice you know women probably anywhere from 10 to 13 years old and uh they just bring it they get them all coked up and they bring them up to the mountains and they freeze did. to death and that's what that shit looks like it does look like a frozen peruvian mummy yeah they took them so high up to the mountain they kept on going up to the moon well they said once inside this crater the astronauts found two alien bodies these two uh, bodies the male was dead well, was the female life? But preserved, so they recovered the female, dubbed Mona Lisa. She had a humanoid body, six fingers, and she could play guitar like a mofo. Hmm. And her features, a seven-string, man, imagine that with six fingers. Yeah. And her features were similar to those of a human, although she had no nostrils, so no cocaine. There's no, no, hmm. no cocaine. Well, the, no, the Incans, they chewed them. Yeah, they did. They chewed the coca leaves. They did, you're right. Right, see. Rutledge described her as being a state in a state of suspended animation, neither dead nor alive. She was attached to the pilot's controls of the spaceship, which several tubes go with several tubes going into her body, covered in wax like a waxy like substance. She was brought back to Earth and suspects that she was revived and is kept somewhere secret to this day. Wow, wow, wow that's pretty pretty gnarly. The male was also brought to Earth, and an autopsy was performed on him. The astronauts recovered what technology, what technology they could, and started the trip home. Rutledge is 78 years old, and currently living in Rwanda. Due to his age, he says he no longer feels threatened by the secrecy he was sworn to at the time of the mission. He also stated that it's not up to NASA or anyone, for that matter, to keep things of this magnitude hidden from the rest of the world. That's why he's saying it. He's actually not writing a book. Oh, yeah, another deathbed thing, though. Yeah, another deathbed confession, huh? What about <clears throat> what about the Marilyn Monroe one with that uh, FBI agent? That was pretty cool. Oh, I don't know about that one. Nah, I just uh, briefly read over it. Some agent claimed that he was actually... Took part in poisoning Marilyn Monroe or oh, something. Oh, yeah, I remember, I remember that. Yeah. about that. Yeah. Anyway, that's another story, but this is pretty cool. Apollo 20 mission. I like that, man, because it sounds interesting. Because it's you know, it's it's a busy agency. It's government funded. Yeah. Uh, it was during the Cold War. Uh, they didn't cut any sort of funding. In fact, probably between the seventies and in the fall of the the wall, um, in the fall of you know communism, uh, or not communism, but the fall of you know Russia and the the end of the Cold War, they were just spending more money every single year yeah. so i you know it, it's kind of hard to imagine that from 72 up until what was it 81 when the space shuttle was launched that they did nothing yeah i mean just really do you think just all of a sudden they just stopped? no i find it really bizarre that we've uh, never because gone they, back to the I mean, you could say okay well they stopped and they were working on the space shuttle yeah but, but you know what they're working on that shit in the background exactly like right now they're they've got whatever they're working on whatever they have that we know about right now they've got shit 
two, three levels down the line yeah. of, of technologies. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been 45 years since we've been to the moon. Why haven't we gone back? 45 plus. I just I don't think there's anything there, man. I don't know. I mean, why not do it again? I mean, you know, you can go there, you can mine, you can pitch a tent. I don't know. Yeah, well, we can mine. Well, the cool thing is too is that we're starting to go. um, We're starting to go to the planets and other moons, and that's That's the big thing. If they're going to want to find life, which I think they're going to find, probably you know, I've heard some scientists say as early as 2023 that we'll probably find some sort of microbial life by then on on some of the planets, some of the moons of Saturn or Jupiter. And, I mean, we probably will. I mean, and it's really cool that we're exploring the shit out of Mars and we're starting to to send probes to... We have a probe on Ceres. We have a probe that right now that just oh, yeah. a couple of days ago took the very first color photo of Pluto, which is really cool. Dude, that's so we've really got cool. that going on. Really? Yeah. Very first color. It, it looks like shit, dude. It's just a brown, blurry picture. They're not close enough yet, but... Um, wow. Yeah. They're snapping them like crazy as they get near. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, like, I mean, that... You want to come up with that after the break? Because we're, uh, well, we're due me, for... Well, I tell you, when, when I talk about series real quick, because it's just a quick story. Okay, this, sounds this good. This goes right into it. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, dude, good segue, dude. So, we've talked about it before. We've sent a probe to uh, a large body, which is now called a, um, what do they call them? a micro planet, mini planet, um, dwarf planet. Oh, me. dwarf? Dwarf, sorry. Can't say midget anymore. No, you can't say that. It's, <laughs> it's wrong. Especially with all those it's reality wrong. shows with the, yeah, yeah, the dwarf people. Shaming. Dwarf it's people. very, it's dwarf shaming. Um, it's bad. Yeah, so we've sent uh, a probe to the dwarf planet Ceres, which is located in the asteroid belt between uh, Mars and Jupiter. And we've snapped pictures of it, and there are two glowing objects on it. And we've snapped several pictures of these two glowing objects. And they they got there. I don't know when they get there, like a month and a half ago? Yeah, this was a big... It started we, right about that. we haven't heard shit about it. And so now they've just come out with a whole bunch of new pictures... And they still don't know what it is. I mean, they've had this long to figure it out. We're orbiting the friggin' thing, and they still don't know what it, it is. They're analyzing it, and and so I guess what they've started doing first off is started doing um, heat signatures of, of the spots on the planet. And uh, in certain areas, it doesn't show up in the heat. It shows up in certain heat signatures or in cold signatures. Uh, they'll either show up or they won't. There's two of them, so it's either one or the other will show up when it's hot, and one or the other will show up when it's cold. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really interesting. Um, and they took a, uh, the first ever color photo of the entire planet, and it's just like, it's crazy looking. It's just like gold and purple and and blue. It's really crazy looking. Um, it's but, weird, yeah, it's they, weird that it's right in the middle of a crater, though. Yeah, it's right in the middle of a crater. Well, there's so, two objects, really. There's two objects. There, It's so, like, so before, when they took pictures from way, way, way out in space... It just looked like it was a different color part of the the planet, but um, if you look at the newer pictures, it's, it is a very distinct part of the planet. So, and the thing with it being ice, a lot of people thought, well, maybe it's just ice. Yeah. And apparently, that um, it's not far enough out in the solar system where it could sustain standing ice without an atmosphere. So there's no atmosphere to keep it cold. Oh, okay. So it's just basically it would dry, it would dry up. It would dry. It would well. It would it would burn off. Because it's so hot. Mm-hmm. The parts hard. that are in the shade are freezing cold. Yeah. The parts that are in the light are just like boiling hot. Yeah. So it's not 
it, without an atmosphere to protect it, it would not sustain a sheet of ice it's still amazing though yeah and there's no atmosphere it's just basically you know moon planet and then space yeah so could um, it be V'ger <laughs> it's V'ger yogurt <laughs> remember V'ger from Star Trek it's Voyager oh <laughs> So yeah, man. I mean, it's uh, I don't know. So we got that going on. So we got some little, you know. So we got some nerdy topical stuff. Series is that the place, the planet? Series, series. It's the uh, dwarf planet, uh, just after Mars in the asteroid belt. I, I myself welcome our new series, Overlords. Yeah, I appreciate they, they it. They bring us rogue beer. I'm fine with it. Yeah, we gotta get some more of that stuff, man. Dude, that's really good. It's just kind of like putting me into like this cool. Brought mood. to you by Rogue Beer. So yeah, I want to go uh, go ahead and take a break. Come back. Yeah, we'll come back and we'll talk about uh, tons of other awesome stuff. You have any Florida stuff? Oh yeah, man. You do? Oh yeah. All right. Yeah, so we're gonna East probably, Coast uh, be going further. We're probably gonna hit up some Jaeger and then talk about some Florida. That's Some FLA. We got some UFOs confronting soldiers during the war. Right, Colt. That's right. Looking for Captain Kurtz. Kirk. Kurtz. Kurtz. Is that his name? Captain uh-huh. Kurtz. Colonel Kurtz, sorry. Colonel Kurtz? Colonel Kurtz. Awesome. Did you ever see Apocalypse Now? Mm, yeah, once. Colonel Kurtz. Back in the early 70s. Colonel <laughs> Shut up, dude. During the saga cast. <laughs> you saw in the theater. <laughs> saw in the theater. <laughs> you, dude, you're not that old, man. I was four. You're like four. My dad took me to go see this I when was, I was four. It was my first R-rated movie at two years old. <laughs> He's like, it's okay, son. There's no boobs. <laughs> <laughs> my first R-rated movie, by the way, was Midnight Express at 12 really? years old. Wow. Talk about a That's nasty about when, that, that would have been about when it came out, too. That was the worst, man. I don't even remember. You know what? I think probably, honestly, my first R-rated one was something most likely with Charles Bronson yeah. or the or Terminator. Yeah. Yeah. Better than Midnight Express. Man, my dad was way into, like, Charles Bronson shit. Who wasn't? All right. We'll come back. We'll see you guys in about a minute and a half. This is some awesome Creative Commons. Yeah, yeah. We'll see you in a minute. All right. Girl, we're going to play a little game. I just made it up right now. We're going to play it. Here it goes. Yeah. People. All right, welcome back to the syndicate. That's right. In full force. In full force, you are back in the Spook Cow Syndicate. And uh, don't forget, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Spooked Cow Syndicate. Uh, leave your comments, questions, please leave your stories. We'd love to hear them. Uh, and again, we're still in search of suggestions for our season-ending show. 
that is ending during probably season three at this point. It will. We'll have a big party. We'll still have a huge party. We're going to invite people to give their stories live and all that good stuff. Um, but honestly, if you've got anything, email us on the Facebook. Send us a message on Facebook. Whatever you want to do, we will... Say it on the air. Yeah, right. Anything, man. I mean, you know what? Too, if we don't want, if you don't want us to mention who you are because you're uh, some high government person, uh, we will not. We will use an alias. Yeah, we'll use an alias. We'll call you Bob. If you're from the uh, Defense Department or whatever, you can, you know, just call in. Yeah, you can tell us about all the shit that uh, you know, nobody knows about, and uh, we will not say your name. That's right. That's right. Okay, what do we got going on here? Uh, you know what, dude? I came across something cool, man. This is, you know, we so we have uh, World War II, you know, about Foo Fighters mm-hmm. and all that. So this is, again, on the UFO front. Cold War, always UFOs. Kind of ends around the 70s, huh? It Along does. With the worst of Cold War, uh, uh, UFO stories, World War II stories. just kind of ends, but you know what, man? We got a little something on the Vietnam front. That's right. Oh, yeah. I want you guys to close your eyes right now. We're going to sit back. We're going to sit back and relax. Imagine yourself floating down river. And the mojo rising up river. Here it is. We're Mother! Looking, we're, we're looking to bring General Kurtz back. That's cool. Okay, we got a little UFO story coming from Vietnam. And this is not Charlie. This comes to you from the Huffington Post and it is UFOs confront soldiers during war says ex-Air Force intelligent, this is intelligence the officer ah oh, dig the music <laughs> <laughs> the public rarely hears about interactions between military personnel this and unexplained aircraft especially during wartime as time goes on however UFO stories stuck behind red tape begin to see the light of day the Vietnam War saw its share of UFO activities in the 1960s. One close encounter in 1968 involved... The year involved... I was born. No shit? Yeah. Oh, there we go, man. One close encounter in 1968 involved a crew of American patrol boat... Of an American patrol boat that reported two glowing circular craft following them in the demilitarized zone, the DMZ, in North and South Vietnam. The crew aboard a second patrol boat later reported seeing the UFOs over the first boat and a flash of light followed by an explosion that completely destroyed the boat. These Vietnam reports included close observations of the unknown aerial craft which appeared to house pilots. Wartime UFO stories are recreated in the premiere episode of the second season of History's Hangar 1, The UFO Files, which is a great show. It's yeah. all MUFON stories. I've actually started watching that recently. It's yeah, it's really great. Cool. Yeah, the, the MUFON stories, man, they weed out all the bullshit, and it's good stuff. Um, while in Vietnam, Flyer, who had a top-secret clearance, gave daily briefings to General George, George S. Brown, Deputy Commander of the Air Operations in Vietnam, quoting... Frequently, the Viet Cong or North Vietnamese would be attacking an outpost, and I would explain that, and we would have ground air support, particularly at night when we'd go there with these gunships, and I would give briefings on all of that, Flyer told the Huffington Post. Some of the time, there would be an unidentified craft over the DMZ. Flyer described a typical report that he received in which included his briefings to Brown, quote, 
you have an aircraft flying along doing around 500 knots and a UFO comes alongside and does some barrel rolls around the aircraft and then flies off at three times the speed of one of the fastest jets that we have in the Air Force. So obviously it has a technology far in advance of anything we have. And these are government reports. Yeah. Um, during a 1973 pre press conference, five years after the patrol boat UFO counters, Brown, a USAF chief of staff, was asked about the UF Air Force's position on UFOs. And he responded by saying, I don't know whether this story has ever been told or not. They weren't called UFOs. They were called enemy hel helicopters. And they would only be seen at night, and they were only seen in certain places. They were seen up around the DMZ in the early summer of 68, and this resulted in quite a little battle. And of course, this, an Australian destroyer, took a hit, and we never found any enemy. We only found ourselves when we had this all been sorted out. And this caused some shooting there, and there was no enemy at all involved. But we always reacted. So basically, UFO showed up, all hell broke loose. All hell broke loose. Some, some ship got hit, and there was no enemy around yeah. to hit the ship. Yeah. Cruising up the river, man, looking for Colonel Kurtz. Were they uh, were they water skiing behind their U boat? I, I don't know, man. That was such a good scene, though, and fucking surfing and shit. <laughs> Did Apocalypse Now or whatever what was that? What you yep. Skiing I behind the boat. Love the smell of napalm in the morning. And then, of course, it says during World War II. It talks about the Foo Fighters, um, but this is actually pretty. Uh, this is pretty new for them to see coming out saying that we're seeing UFOs in Vietnam. And it's really interesting, too, because, you know, during Vietnam, this was sort of their night operations were, were going up the river, man, in the DMZ. And, and I don't know what they were going up there for, but, um, yeah, they they like other uh, military personnel have seen shit. I like the fact that it's 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 a long time ago, and, um, yeah, it's all UFO-based. My grandpa would have loved this. He had a, he had a dossier of uh, news reports on UFOs. He has, I still have... I've I, I yet to get that uh, like it's got a scrapbook of clippings I want to get that so bad oh yeah you gotta get that awesome so yeah Hangar 1 man which is I've been really into this show um, it's it's put on by the uh, MUFON network which if you don't know about it's a mutual UFO network yeah the MUFON if you see a UFO contact MUFON yeah give them your story and they will weed out all the bullshit yeah. And they will figure out whether it is a genuine UFO, just an un unidentified flying object, or if there's something else involved. Uh, what about the new map that they got? That new interactive map of uh, UFO sightings? It's, yeah. um It's on the interweb, man. There's a new interactive map of uh, UFO sightings. Yeah. And it shows the hot spots all around the is nation. Is this the, uh, the 38th world. parallel? You heard about that? There's there's a guy trying to say that the 30th parallel is a UFO hotbed, but I don't know, man. Like a lot of the stuff that he is reporting on is very close to military bases, so it's kind of tough to say, you know, whether his information is accurate or not because it's so close to well, to these military bases, and people just don't know what's going on in military bases at night because a lot of them are top secret military bases. And they have stuff, man. I mean, well, MUFON themselves on uh, ufostalker.com, they have a MUFON map, live map of current goings ons. It's pretty cool. I've seen local ones, man. And what kills me, though, it's all centered around our airports here. 
Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of um, probably misidentified uh, reports. But here's one really weird uh, incident that happened to me a long time ago going driving down to San Diego. I look off to my left, and I think I said this on one of the earlier podcasts. Very, yeah, very and you beginning. know, dude, it coincides with other reports too. Yeah, it, that was, and I put it out of my mind because I saw these two lights, and I went, "Those are really weird. What's up with that?" Yeah, and then it was on the news when I got to the hotel. Well, I like your, um, I like your desert story though. The one in Laughlin. That yeah, was the Laughlin. Crazy. That was before I even heard about the right angle craft, and it that was, was like some of the first shit that we ever talked about. And I had heard other stories that were very similar to it too. So it's not you're not the only one. Yeah. It's, out there that is experiencing that sort of stuff yeah it's amazing i mean there's one right now in po- portland oregon just happened uh well on the second of this month it was a, a pulsating light that vanished when he started recording it or bright orange bright red orange light as if on fire traveling south in the sky that yeah, was probably a meteor i don't know there's a lot of weird uh this is this is cool this is on a ufo ufostalker.com doing the real live MUFON map it's really really cool to look at so it's like google traffic but for UFOs yeah love it that's pretty good (laughs) (laughs) but it's getting hard now too though because you were telling me that now uh, um, uh, media outlets are hiring professional drone pilots right yeah Yeah, you were just telling me that and so like I'm out there taking pictures of we had a fire break out by our house which is just way too one common of three fires in the past week by the way yeah this is so for those of you who don't know we live in an area that is just basically when you if you live in like boston and you turn the news on and it's like hey california's on fire and it's just fucking blazing it's yeah that's where we live our backyard yeah our backyard yeah. we've been i've almost been evacuated um i've had family members that have been evacuated it's crazy it's, here. and it's always in the same spots same spots it's, it's on the 91 freeway, uh, freeway. On, on green river and then it goes to your and it then it goes Linda, which it basically yeah. it follows the winds we get these really gnarly winds here too like i mean like 80 mile an hour winds mm-hmm. um you know so like kind of light hurricane force winds that don't turn into tornadoes but they're just and they whip through this canyon and a fire and there's no buildings or nothing there's just just basically dead grass mountains that are right behind our houses yeah and that shit catches fire for like 20 miles and and boom all of southern california's on fire and it spreads everywhere but what you're getting at is the, the, the these pictures you're taking you're seeing drones flying yeah, so around. i'm taking pictures and like i just i'm constantly seeing like this line in there all, yeah you know i know what it was and aaron's like yeah dude that's probably a news drone yeah K- kfi kfi is reporting that they actually have a news drone so, so talk about your up and coming job. If you want to get your drone license, there's actually a, a FAA license that you have to get now because of clearance for for a sky clearance or whatever. Oh no! But shit. you can actually get that and become a professional drone pilot for these news agencies. Talk about an awesome job! Wow, what a cool gig! And that gets your shit right in there. I'm gonna do that, man. You should. I'm just gonna get my little drone Dude, out there. there. Man, I saw a drone at the photography store. I was like just like blown away I mean, and full hd like you know and just a off topic just a little bit just talking about drones people in mexico dude they're using drones the ones that carry camera gear heavy camera gear they're using that instead of camera gear to haul over drugs oh, they yeah, get man. over to the border and they just fly it out yeah there's one i think it's called like the foldable wing uh parrot or foldable wing drone or whatever well, they caught one last week they, they, they catch them all yeah, the time they, yeah yeah what about the, 
there was one that was trying to do some uh, reporting that crashed and burned recently too in the news. It's pretty funny. Anyway, I'm not very. I don't think that shit's gonna. You know, we were talking about the other day, uh, me and Brian and um, somebody, probably probably your neighbor, um, about Scott? Amazon. No, I think it was Alex. Okay. Scott's about awesome. delivering, uh, you know, Amazon delivering goods with drones. I'm like, that shit ain't gonna work, man. Yeah, you see a fucking drone work. flying over your house with a laptop, you're gonna spank that shit down. Yeah, exactly. With the laptop. I'm going to get my wrist rocket out and just shoot that thing out of the sky. Yeah, and you know what? We probably wouldn't do that, And yeah, because we, we know it's got a camera on it. We'd probably get caught, but you know what? It has a GPS tracker, you, too, probably. Man, yeah, but either way, dude, you fly that shit over some neighborhood, and someone's going to fucking yeah. knock that thing out of the sky and take whatever it has. Let's talk about privacy concerns, too. You're flying this thing around while people are undressing in their bedrooms and stuff like right, that. Yeah, Somebody's going to complain. Skinny diving I mean, I, or sunbathing. I do, I, I do a scissor lifts in Walmarts while Walmarts are open, and sometimes it's near the uh, women's restroom, and I go, oh, she put that thing back down. Oh, oh, yeah. There's somebody in there. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about a drone, man. It's all over the place. But you I, know I've what? Money's involved. They, you know, they'll be able to do whatever they want. Yeah, exactly. But, man, that's a new up-and-coming job, and people are reporting those as UFOs a lot now. Yeah. Right, because in, you the, can, in, yeah. the, in the south, they just reported one, and it was like, no, it was a. So some guy figured out how to take. Uh, and I guess the military is doing this to like some crazy degree. Yeah, but they're taking like you know, I, I think what they did is they programmed, uh, they, they created a program so that they can fly like twenty drones. Oh at yeah, once yeah. In some that's sort true. Of formation. That's true. They can, and they were just fucking with people in like South Carolina. You know, you bring up a great point. I have seen those. Yeah. I have seen those on YouTube videos where they can actually the, the computer program takes them and they're in perfect formation with each other, yep. and they'll do these flips and they'll like do a V pattern. Yeah, and they'll do a shape the in the pattern, sky. Yeah. Now, now, now that, that's getting into some cool territory because you can actually fly it over a wedding. And have these drones spell somebody's name at night. Yeah. You know what I mean? If yeah. you had enough of them. I, th I think all the reports lately in Tennessee and like South Carolina, I've, I've read a few that were over some apartment complex and stuff. It's all drones, man. Yeah, it's getting People crazy. People are just like, wow, there's UFOs. They're calling cops on it. And there's, you know, the cops are showing up. They're like, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Because they don't know. But yeah, dude, it's some, some smart kid figured out how to yeah. throw 20 drones up in the air and freak people out. New career path. Get Whew. your drone FAA license. I'm thinking about doing that. You should do that as a photographer. My God, that'd be perfect for you. If, you know what, man? I've thought about it. And I talked to a guy about video. It's just too much, man. I got too, I got enough shit going on. You know how much a drone too. costs that can carry a camera to, though? It's like two grand for a low end. It's about two grand. Yeah. For no, for a cool, you can get a cool one for two grand. I've seen yeah. some pretty, uh, like the one I was telling you about was about two grand, maybe 2300 uh, Three grand if you want to carry a bunch, HD, bunch of meth. But yeah, <laughs> the meth. How much are the meth ones? <laughs> Oh, just 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 sit next to Brawley, oh, yeah. and just watch him come over, and you can get one. How many how many do I need to carry a full Mexican over the border? <laughs> that's, that's what, what I want to know. What does that cost? Oh, that's awesome. Oh man, <laughs> forget the tunnels. We're just flying them over we on drones. Just fly them over. You know, I'm a parachute. Canadians too, by the way. We don't want to like you know. Oh yeah, no, yeah, we, we yeah because we need our flannel. Mm -hmm. That's true. <laughs> All right, what, what else? Do well, you have any doing, Florida? Man. you have any... Um... I do, but, but you got something else, don't you? You know, let me look over these tabs. I've got a lot of tabs going on. If not, I got Florida here. I always got... You know, dude, there was a little quiet spot in Florida, and then, dude, it all of a sudden it just started hitting. Really? Yeah. Well, I do have one ghost town. Uh, speaking of the other subject I was talking about, the one that the government will pay you to live at, there's one for sale. If anybody's got Again? a bajillion money, yeah, another ghost town for sale. Who 
Who's I, buying this stuff? Well, people that want to... Uh, I want to see that shit on, like, Property Brothers. Yeah. I bought or, a fucking ghost town. Will you guys remodel it for $1,000? List it or leave it or something? Yeah. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, what is it? What's the dude over here in Yorba Linda? The Tarek and his hot wife? Oh, God. Yeah. I'm going to come and flip it. Will you come flip my ghost town flip, for me? Flipmyghosttown.com on the ABC <laughs> channel or whatever. Oh, this is... this is They should just ask, the they should ask show. us. <laughs> My neighbor wants to remodel my ghost town. I don't know. Should I let him? Midgetneighborghosttown.com. Anyway, this <laughs> this ghost town nobody wants. Okay, it's in it's in Johnsonville, Connecticut. Maybe uh, oh Con- no shit. It is in Connecticut. Well, that's Connecticut's pretty high, high property value. That's high though. property value. Yeah, that's where uh, Mike Ginty's family's from, and they <coughs> love it there. It says they may be completely void of human inhabitants at present and characterized by those particular houses where one might occasionally see the faint shadows of children in nightgowns watching you from the attic window. It's always nightgowns. But hey, a few licks of paint and a good spring clean to wash those ghosts right out of your lair. Oh yeah. Right out of your lair. some property brothers. Yep, and you could be calling it home in no time. The 62-acre historic village in Nut. Meg State. Really? Is there a state called? Okay, goes up for auction uh, with a starting bid of $800,000. Okay. That's it? That'll buy you like a trailer out that's, here? That's what your house goes for here. Wow. In NIM Hills. You can get a full town. You just sell that house. Get a so did town. anything happen? I mean, was it like... Because I know there's a town in, I want to say Pennsylvania, that, that I don't know if you remember, they like pumped a bunch of chemicals in the ground and oh, just like yes. fucked up the entire city. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> is it something like that, or is it just like... You know, they could be just saying it's a ghost town, and the freaking groundwater could be totally screwed. Yeah, but that's crazy, man. Yeah, $800,000. I mean, there's a church, there's a cemetery, there's a, a disco. No, there's no disco. But there's several houses. Man, it, it looks pretty cool. I love, why does that shit happen out here? Yeah, you know, if if I could just have one... They'll just yeah. cement over the pollution. If, yeah. If I can build them all. They'll pave over the gravestones and... yeah. Caroline will be because right that never happens in California. No, it does not. It's no. always in some. Although we do have away. one like true ghost town, Bodie. Oh yeah. I don't know how haunted it is, but it's apparently it's a ghost town, Bodie. It's up north, and uh, it's probably the you know it's it's pretty untouched from the original. Stuck in Bodie. Because if you go to Calico, it's all touristy. Yeah, it's very touristy. But it's how they make their money. They're not there for you know it's not real. But Bodie is part of the parks and uh, you know it's part of the U.S. parks. Association and um, it's completely as is. Dude. Okay, no one wants to go in there. But, but ain't nobody spending the night let's there. Let's do it. <coughs> I want to go to Waverly. I want to go to some really ghosty stuff and stay there. Yeah, see, they don't have that shit here, man. They don't have asylums that are just completely oh, abandoned. See, that's the East Coast. That's where right? they started doing all that stuff. And you know what's crazy too, man? It's like I've, I've um, followed some people on Flickr, which is a, a photo posting website, and there's photographers out there. And, like, I mean, shit, in Illinois, there's hospitals that are just completely abandoned. And they don't even board them up, man. They're kind of boarded up, but you can go there and no one's going to give you shit about mm-hmm. walking around inside these places. Yeah. You can't do that in California. No. First of all, if you go into an abandoned building, there's going to be squatters all over the fucking place. That's true. Doing drugs, doing cracks, <laughs> doing trying to sell you crack. crack. Yeah. I mean, so there's that. But even so, it's just like you try and get in. I mean, hell, there are like dirt lots that. I go try and take pictures on, and someone will cruise by and go, "You can't. This is a dirt lot. You That's right. You can't take pictures here. Yeah. It's private property." I'm like, "It's dirt, man." There's a rad place up uh, if you're going to Mammoth on the 80. Is it? Is the 80 freeway? 
on the way to Mammoth. Um, uh, there's a there's a there's a like a country village. I think uh, Clint Eastwood did a movie there. Three ninety five. Um, there's all kinds of Clint Eastwood did a movie out there, a western out there. It's really photographic. It would yeah. be a really good place. There is some good shit up there. There's Johannesburg or Mansburg, and yeah, anything off of 395 is awesome. Yeah, it's really cool stuff. That's kind of a drive. It is pretty, though. Anyway, do you have any Florida? Do you have I any get, spooging on stuffed animal stuff I in Florida? Got, What's dude, going on, Walmart? I do, man. I do. Yeah. I do. I do. I do. I do. Okay, well, have at it. Um... <laughs> Not knocking on Florida, by the way, but damn, Florida. What the? Florida? Florida? All right, here we go again from the Huffington Post, which mm. is a never-ending... Oh, no. What happened? More plushies getting violated? Shit, no, they cut the feed down. They cut the... Uh, they took the link down. Really? Plushies getting violated in Florida took the link down? They took the link down. Oh. That really bothers me. Man, iHeartRadio uh, is going to be pissed if we don't come up with something. If we have dead air, iHeartRadio is really going to be mad. No, I'll find a whole... I mean, dead, dude, we never have dead no, air. No, Clear Channel. Clear Channel is going to be mad. Is that our sponsor? Uh, Clear Channel. No. Aren't they, aren't they the dicks of the, the radio the world? They're the dicks. Yeah, hard string cats. Okay, we can, we can definitely say we're sponsored by Clear Channel then. Because they're the dicks. We, um... Shit, man. I'm I've got breaking news on how post for Florida. What? Breaking zombie news. Zombie news? No. No, I got... Okay, here we go. I'll just look it up. Hold on. Dude, I'm looking at the HuffPost Florida section. It is littered with quality people. Sorry, Florida. California is quickly becoming you. Especially Riverside. No offense, Riverside. But man, you guys suck. I mean, seriously. I'm right next to Florida, Riverside. It just doesn't stop, man. I mean, like I said, dude, it was like... Uh... It just keeps hitting me. And, like, for a while, it was actually pretty quiet. And then, boom, the real stuff started coming again. Naked, okay, here it naked is. woman stops traffic to masturbate in front of a car? Well, I haven't heard that. Is that Florida? It's Orange County, Florida. Really? Yeah, we live in Orange County, California. This is a, this is too this is too good not to All right, I want to hear that. Dude, what's up on that? She's not bad either, by the way. I didn't say that. She looks very cracky. A nude Florida woman... Who cop says was on heavy drugs Sunday night allegedly stopped traffic to masturbate this is NSFW by the way masturbate in front of a couple's car then climbed onto the hood Amy Carter is her name 31 look her up then wow. allegedly stomped on the car and threw a cell phone at the vehicle behind it apparently oh, wow apparently she didn't have an ha a happy ending Police report, <laughs> reportedly found her and in the outskirts of Orlando at about 11.15 p.m. walking through the street with no clothes on. Wow, she appeared to be under the influence of, heavy, of a heavy unknown substance no, and not. in an altered mental state, according to a police report. Wow. It's no, dude. It's that crocodile or it's something. There's, there's another one here and it's the shit that I have coming up. This is awesome. Wow. Yeah, Florida. Wow. Don't go there. Well, I had a uh, woman offered deputy oral sex in exchange for letting her go. Well, the Florida deputy was having no part of the suspect's illicit officer. The exchange between Beatrice Carrion Moore and the West Palm Beach Sheriff's deputy was caught on his patrol car's onboard video system. While Beatrice was in the backseat oh. of my patrol car, <laughs> she continued to offer me oral sex in exchange for letting her go. <laughs> A bartender at Booney's Bar. Booney's! Booney's Bar, dude. Sweet. 
in West Palm Beach, Florida, had to call the police. I mean, can you imagine the the Boonies Bar had to call the police on this chick. You're too raunchy for Boonies yeah, Bar. Yeah, called the 23 year old woman last Friday had allegedly got extremely intoxicated and began offering customers oral sex in exchange for money. Now I want honestly, dude, in Florida, mm-hmm. some chick offers you oral sex for money. I it got to the point where they had to call the cops. Somebody didn't leave the place with her. I'm shocked. The bar manager also told police that she had been kicked out of the bar before for doing the same thing. When deputies confronted her, she got angry, resisted arrest, saying that they had no right to kick her out of the bar. In a police report, deputies said that she slipped out of the handcuffs and knocked a deputy to the ground in the struggle and was eventually restrained and put on her back and put on the back of the patrol wait, car. Wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait. The deputy said she kicked him. Man, this sounds like fun. The deputy said she kicked him in the groin several times, then offered him oral sex. Oh, well, the groin. She wanted I've, to kiss it and make it better. Man, I've known girls like that. All they'll right. Kick you in the balls, and they'll give you a. Uh, That's right. One minute they're kicking you the balls, next minute they're kissing the balls. Wow. So, yeah, so we got that, man. Wow, there's and a lot. Huff Post has a whole section. Do you know that? Fucking master. You know what? Somebody else has a fucking GQ had shit on Florida. They're like, because Florida. And they they wrote an article. I'm just like, you know what, dude? I, they're probably listening to us and stealing our shit. But the thing is, Florida is going to turn itself around one day and just become the nicest. St- bunch of blue haireds and with white patent leather shoes are just going to take Dude, over the whole state i don't see it man no, because let me tell you why because Cubans. listen to this <laughs> terrible i'm insulting everybody i can everybody how about this guy hmm. what do you think about tree huggers no i'm looking at it right now they're pretty gentle what about people, tree right? hoppers they're pretty gentle yeah i got a little something about tree did huppers you see the right picture here. of this guy guy has sex with tree after taking weird drugs oh my Whatever drug that is, I don't want that. It's that. Remember those? You know those thorny trees with the thorns on them? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. What if it was one of those? No, no, thanks. In his regular dispatch from the sinkholes of the Sunshine State, our columnist writes <laughs> that the existence of Florida has caused the following to happen. Oh, and here's that drug I was telling you about. Is now. this crocodile? No, this is not crocodile. This is even something newer than crocodile. For real, there's new? Newer than crocodile. Yeah. Remember, so remember, crocodile is causing your fucking skin to fall off your body. Did they, did they work that out of it, the system? Well, there's... Dude, fucking Florida, man. So the crocodile comes from Russia, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Makes your skin fall off. Yeah, okay. Now, in Florida, we had the people turning... The drug that was turning people into zombies, zombies <laughs> was... Uh, bath salts yeah bath salts. remember that okay. what do we have now dude that was only a couple months ago this is how shit fast is going on in florida <laughs> so a couple months ago there was fucking bath salts that would turn people into zombies now we have flaca what the hell's flaca flaca there's a new synthetic drug sweeping the state of florida it's called flaca come on it's best described as a newer more intense version of bath salts good god and now it doesn't make you a zombie. It makes you fuck trees. Oh, okay. okay. Because apparently the drugs make people think that they... That, oh, man. This is really good. Okay, it makes Poor people... tree. Yeah, no. It, okay. The drug makes people think of when they think of something... Oh, what? I can't even understand this. Apparently the drug people think of when they think of someone eating another dude's face is still too mellow for some people. Oh, oh yeah. I get it. Okay. So they're talking about the vessels. According to several words, Flocka has been responsible for a string of bizarre behavior in Florida. 
even more bizarre than usual. Firstly, a Mannheim Flocka allegedly tried to break into a police station in Fort Lauderdale. Another man who was reportedly on the drug streaked naked down Broward Boulevard, skillfully dodging police cruisers and screaming about how people stole his clothes and were trying to kill him as he did so. Mm-hmm. Now, a dude tried to have sex with a tree, and that's not even the half of it. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. According to a local radio station, Kenneth Crowder had been seen running naked through a residential neighborhood. What the fuck is going on there, man? I have lived 40 years in this neighborhood. I've never seen, except for my friends, running naked through. I've seen Brian do that. Yeah, but I've never seen somebody, just (laughs) random people running through the streets naked. I've seen somebody in the stream do a helicopter down the street. (laughs) We've seen it, but we've been a cause of it. We've been a part of it. Yeah. According to this radio station, the man seen running naked through a residential neighborhood was yelling how he was God and commented what is described as a sexual act and committed what is described as a sexual act on a tree. By the time the police officer arrived, Crowder had allegedly finished because he had gotten dressed. But that didn't stop him from still introducing himself to the deputy as the creator of the universe and walking towards him in an aggressive manner. He then allegedly proceeded to go at the cop with clenched fists. When the cop tried tasing him, Crowder pulled out the probes, pulled the probes out of his body, and began to fight. <laughs> Damn! Did he say, "I am Groot"? Groot. And start dancing. Groot would have been boned by this guy. Man, no bueno. No me gusta. And it's interesting, man. People are catching on to this shit, dude. <laughs> Fucking GQ. Finishes the whole article. Fucking Florida. That's how he finishes it. <laughs> My God. Anyway, that's... So, so Flocka, dude. We're gonna... <laughs> gonna give me some Flocka. Woo! Did, did, you, did, did you see the picture of this guy, though, by the way? Oh, yeah, dude. With the, that guy's uh, tore the fuck up. tore the... Okay, so he's got a career in modeling. Wow, that is fascinating, man. Totally. This it world just, never just, ceases so, to so amaze. I mean, dude, and what's crazy is because bath salts turn into flaca, and you know two months from now we're going to be talking about some other shit. Mm-hmm. They're, They're going to come up with something else, and somebody's going to be banging tailpipes. Yeah, I was just thinking. Delivery trucks. Yeah, tailpipe delivery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was looking at one today going, damn, looking pretty good. Mm. I'd like to get me some of that. Yeah. <laughs> Right on. So, <laughs> good God, I'd rather just buy a ghost town and live in it. Right, stay away from less shit going on. As long as that ghost town. Seriously, man. If you went to one of those ghost towns in in uh, Montana, there's probably less weird shit going on than there is in Florida. Here's the plan: you buy a ghost town, you tell everybody it's super haunted, so no one wants to go there, and you just live the dream. And you, yeah, you got without yourself. without yeah. people, you know. You say it's a it's a communicable disease uh, place with full of uh, you know crocodile and a bunch of Florida humping tree people and uh, you just live your dream out just uh, just sit there and in peace with nobody coming by. Of course, none of that shit is ever available in California. No, not for eight hundred thousand dollars for a whole town. Hell, this apartment costs that. Well, it's a, it's a duplex. Anyway, you guys are awesome, and I'm I love the fact that we actually finally get to do another episode it's been a long time we're gonna keep this going as much <coughs> as we can and as long as we can because it's fun and we love you guys so 
What do so, you think, Colt? Uh, interact with us on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. Um, it'll get us going, and uh, we've got an endless supply of weird shit. So yeah, please get on Facebook and contact us because we basically don't have anybody contacting us. No, we got. I'm serious. We have what Brian and you know. We have no, dude. We, have, we actually have a pretty loyal following upstairs. of fans, but we just we would like to hear from all of you. Yeah. Um, give us your strange. Haley and, wants uh, to do another ghost story too. Haley's Haley's around. Let's do it. I'm game. We had a good ghost story from them before, so yeah. um, I'd love to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. She mentioned that. Uh, cool. So you guys uh, keep in touch. Get on the Facebook page, please. Give us your strange. Reach out and give us some strange, would you? Give us a strange. If you've got any stories, you've got any stories from Florida, got any stories from your past, your life, anybody, even secondhand stories, man. I mean, you know, a lot of people don't experience this shit themselves so we'll even take secondhand stories at this point and weed out the weirdos we'll take the second handies <laughs> <laughs> all right you guys right now we're listening to some more awesome music all right brought stay- to you by the independent artists from creative commons and other sites stay away from the flocker stay away from the flocker yes stop humping trees just get up the flocker and you just come here yes that's, that's fine visit us Florida free. No tree happen. No good for Bye, Florida. We love you. Woo. See ya. Peace. Peace with Yeah.